Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in to Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Excellent throw and catch, just gets inside, uses his big body. No answer for number 87. Players Only. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? We are back in the pre-pre-Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm supposed to say Super Bowl. So big game uh, version of players only. And our Chiefs are headed to Arrowhead West, a.k.a. Allegiant (laughs) Stadium, a.k.a. the home of the Raiders. And we are absolutely thrilled about that. Another run to the Super Bowl Four out of the last five years. So much to be excited for in the Chiefs kingdom. Uh, And I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to be on the air again for one of the last two shows. Maybe we'll have a third show after a parade the following week. And uh, we'll end the season. But uh, it's been a blast of a year. If you haven't tuned into us, make sure you're here. Not just tonight, but next week I will be doing players only on Radio Row or out from Vegas. Uh, So that should be fun. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, tag along with some guys, get some other former NFL players on the air to join me and talk about the upcoming game. But, uh, again, this is Danon Hughes. You can follow me on X at DAHughesGuy83 on Instagram, Danon Hughes. I have a special guest in the studio Jersey born, Jersey got to stay together. My man Desmond Moses, former linebacker for the Chiefs and the Packers. Desmond, yes, glad sir. to have you back, man. Thanks for having me, man. Love to be here. Yeah, I appreciate you, brother. This is a special, special time. I uh, I always laugh because there's a generation of middle schoolers and high schoolers that think this is normal. Right. Like they oh. haven't le- they haven't lived long enough in the lean years of the yeah. '90s and and the early 2000s and Todd Haley and Scott Pioli days and, you know, your years where playoff games were fleeting, you know, yeah. two and 14, four and 12 your seasons, uh, missing the playoffs, making the playoffs, being a number one seed, losing in the first round, all of that stuff. Yep. They really believe that this is normal. So uh, I guess we got to, you know, <laughs> we got to love them no matter what. But at the same time, I think there's some older heads like myself that r- remember some of those lean years so we can relish this time as probably more special than, than some of these kids. Yeah, 100%. I, you know, I tell the Chiefs fans often, every time I can, to take this in, enjoy these moments, enjoy this era that we're in because this is truly a special era. Not even yeah. very many other cities altogether, let alone organizations, 
get to live through an era like uh, Kansas City's in the midst of right now with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, just enjoy that. You know, yeah. pinch yourself from time to time and, and, and look up because it could be, you know, we all hope it's not. We hope this window is much bigger than, than, than we think, but the mm-hmm. reality is there is a window. Yeah. And you can't win at this clip for forever. But right now, man, what a run. Yeah, and think about the the history of the game and how many great quarterbacks that have come come through the NFL, some wearing uh, gold jackets in Canton, Ohio, and they won one Super Bowl. Yeah. You think of Drew Brees, you, think, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, you go through some of the some of the strongest quarterbacks and running backs and yeah. combos uh, in the history of the game, and they have won one Super Bowl. Well, I, I played with one of the guys you just mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, he's a guy who I, I if you would have looked at him in, in, in the prime of his career, you would assume two, three, four, mm-hmm. at least trips to the Super Bowl. It's, it's just not that easy, especially with the cap, you know, the, the, the responsibility for the GMs, for the front office to have to continuously find new talent, mm-hmm. create these teams, put them together. We're looking at a team now that's totally different from last year's team. Yeah. Totally different. This is an elite defense. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is in a class of his own, but it takes uh, an organizational effort in order to have a a dynasty-type run. Yeah, that's huge. I think uh, a lot of people, maybe just the general fan out there, assumes, well, we got the best player in the league. We're going to be automatically at least put ourselves in a position. And that getting to the playoffs, let's think about this year when you talk about this being a different season. We didn't secure a playoff spot until week 17, right? like (laughs) secure a playoff spot. So uh, yeah, not taking anything for granted, but also recognizing the magic of this season. I was asked um, during the week, if this was the most special run Mm -hmm. from, I don't know what your answer is. I'll be interested to hear what that is. But for me, it's hard to eclipse the first run in 2019 to 2020. Uh, I had often said we were, we were on the air barbershop and I, um, and we were talking about that run, and I remember being in the stadium in, in Miami, and I remember yeah. being am- amongst your part of the Chiefs ambassadors. Yeah. For the listeners out there that are not aware, the Chiefs ambassadors are the former Chiefs that are still in the community, connected to the organization, serving in the community, doing charity work. I was Absolutely. at Harvesters yesterday with Art Still and, and Tim Barnett and J.C. Pearson, uh, several guys, Gary Stills was there, uh, several of the Chiefs organization packing up uh, food for, uh, you know, for, for needy families and kids. Uh, so we're part of the ambassadors that still are connected. We didn't Absolutely. win Super Bowls. Like yeah. there's, uh, the ambassadors are made up of guys. There are some ambassadors that played for the Dallas Texans. That's how, how many decades we span <laughs> in regards to our connection with the with the Chiefs. And I remember sitting up in our seats. We were all kind of seated together in the upper deck. And um, when the game was when we were when we had the game in hand, it was like an emotional wave kind of went over everybody wow. because in reality we failed. We failed the Chiefs' yeah. kingdom when we played. I mean, outside of Bobby Bell and Jan Stenerud and Ed Buddy, rest in peace, and, and those guys that played for the Super Bowl back in you know the early 70s, yeah. we failed. Right. Like, we didn't get it done. 93, we went to the AFC Championship, we lost. 95, we were number one seed, we lost in the first round. 97, yeah. <laughs> we were number one seed, number one or number two seed, we lost the fir- in the Same. first game. Same, you can go through my years, 13, 14. Yeah. You know, it's 
Same story. Yep. We failed them. So we failed. So, uh, But there's such a love for the Chiefs community, such a love for the kingdom, uh, and a respect for them because of how they, how they still embrace us right. uh, as Absolutely. former Chiefs. Uh, that it was like an emotional roller coaster up there where everybody was screaming and yelling, but a lot of the guys, myself, Ken Kramer, Grunhart, there's a lot of guys that were in the same section that we were just like, like almost in tears. Like yeah. we were, we were kind of shook up because we were like, this is what the Chiefs' kingdom deserved. They finally yeah. got it, something that we couldn't deliver. So this, that's what makes it a special run for me. That's what made that game probably more special than any of these others. I've been fortunate to be on. The, the broadcast on 106.5 The Wolf, this is my fourth season, so I'm going on three Super Bowls calling the games. I didn't call that first one. Kendall Gammon did an outstanding job. And um, so I'm used to call. I'm used to be working this week. Yeah. So it makes it really special. Um, I know we're supposed to, in this first quarter, talk a little bit about the AFC Championship, but I think, you know, in these last show and then next week's show and then hopefully the week after the Super Bowl, uh, I'd like to reflect on stuff, take some time to reflect yeah. on it because it's such a special window of time, like you said. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's a special time. You know, I feel like I'm a part of this team. I was one of the first nine guys to be claimed on waivers from Andy Reid's very first year here, the start of his tenure. Mm. Um, so that's a special moment for me and just, you know, still seeing guys I played with. I came in with Travis Kelsey. I came in with um, uh, the the center, who uh, his name slipping my mind, but uh, Winchester. These guys, you know, it's like, it's a brotherhood that mm-hmm. you're connected for forever. Even the guys in this ambassadors club, guys who I was, you know, wouldn't even thought of when these guys got a chance to play, but getting a chance. What you calling us old <laughs> man? See, there you go. I ain't going to talk about y'all great horse, <laughs> <laughs> but hearing the stories, you know, and understanding what these guys had to go through, not only on the field, but off the field and the respect that I have for them, the game that I grew up, you know, falling in love with. Uh, it's really special to be, be yeah, a part man. of something like that, man, with some of my idols and, and really stand up guys. But, Wow, what a, what a special time for Chiefs Kingdom. Absolutely, man. We got the phone lines, the text lines open, 913-586-7610. Uh, Desmond, you got a chance to watch the Baltimore Ravens face out Chiefs yeah. in the AFC Championship. Uh, what was your thoughts of that game, uh, how we got the win, uh, just everything that unfolded in that game? Uh, it was a lot to unpack there. You know, Kansas City had that deal in hand, I would say, from the very beginning. They never trailed in a game. Um, very surprised with the performance from Baltimore Ravens just because their identity throughout this season, although they've passed the ball well, they had a strong pass game, has been the run game. Six rushing attempts is, is something that for me was, you know, Lamar should be, <laughs> he might he might should be cussing some folks out. You know, it's just not a strong game plan for the strength that they have, but you got to give all of the credit to, to Kansas City, um, not only offensively, but defensively. And Spags has these guys playing at an extremely high level, all the reports and everything I hear from um, these defenders, these players, especially on the defensive side, is mm-hmm. that they love playing for a guy like Spags. I mean, they got it. They the were shirts. in his T-shirt yeah. in, in warm-up. When you have that type of connection, especially for a game of football, that's so difficult, blood, sweat, and tears. And, you know, a lot of people don't know what goes into it, but it's a really hard game and hard career. Yeah. To go out there and be able to do it for a guy you genuinely love like they do Spags, that's why they got the number two defense in the National Football League. And uh, don't uh, minimize the fact that he loves them too. 100%. Because we, we've played for coaches that could care less about us. Yeah. We were just a jersey number. Yeah. Uh, and then we've played for guys that we knew, 
you know, I, I heard a story uh, yesterday at Harvesters from Tim Barnett where Al Saunders was the offensive coordinator here for a time, but while we were playing, he was the wide receiver coach. Okay. And Tim was like, yeah, Al used to watch my kids. Yeah. I'm like, he, he's your position coach. He, he was watching your kids while you – because Friday night was the night to go out and hang right. out, and you're still 20, 25 years old. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bring the kids over. So yeah. not only was he – you know, obviously assisting you in your career, yeah. but he's assisting your family. So there's so many cool stories like that. And I thought it was cool about the T-shirts because what we've said for the last six years, uh, or at least most of the last six years, is in Brett Veach we trust when it comes around the draft mm-hmm. and free yeah. agency. And Andy we trust when it comes to the season and preparing yeah. for uh, another run at the Super Bowl. And now finally Spags is getting his love openly. Now, yeah. I, I've heard internally he does not like – he did not like the T-shirts oh, in yeah. regards to – because he's humble. He's, <laughs> sure, you know, sure, you know, sure. You know, most of the coordinators out there, they just want to be behind the scenes. Yeah. They're the scientists that uh, – the fiery guys that are just putting everything together. Yeah, they don't yeah. really want to <laughs> be – you know, on. they don't want to be carried off the, off the field on somebody's shoulders. That just tells you about his makeup, which yeah. I think is cool Selfless. as well. Selfless but, guy. But the fact that we are, we are in an era where we got in Brett Veach we trust and Andy we trust and now uh, in, in uh, Spags we trust and the players are embracing it in such a special way. I thought that game against the Ravens was huge. People asked me if I doubted the Chiefs. I felt just as confident against the Ravens as I did against the Bills as I did against the Miami Dolphins. I just felt like this team was hitting its stride and there's yeah. some criticism uh, and some of it was justifiable uh, in regards to the drops on offense, Absolutely. the inefficiencies. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I get text messages during the game. Uh, you, you're not talking good enough about the Chiefs. Stop talking so good about Josh Allen. Or yeah. I'm like, I'm talking about football. Right. And right. That's your job. you got to call spade a spade. <laughs> I mean, you do uh, pregame shows you know, on KCTV5 and – you know, if you're breaking down film and we're, we're amidst a, a losing streak or a stretch like we had in the latter part of the season, like your integrity is, I got to talk about some of the rough. Absolutely. You got to be critical and honest. Otherwise, yeah. you're, you know, you're just a fan on the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and who wants to hear that? I don't want to hear. I want to hear somebody that's going to talk real football. And sometimes right. real football, you might shine. You might shine some light on something and you might shine some shade on something. Right. And that's what it's all about. So uh, I thought that the got into their stride at the right time. Yep. Maybe not as early as we've seen in the past years, but they got into it at the right time. And I thought the reality of losing against the Raiders in embarrassing fashion yeah. on GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium was a pivotal moment for this team. And they were a different team after that. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you got to get slapped around in order to, to have a wake-up. Well, well, this is the thing I say. Uh, last week on the show, the Chiefs are two things. They're healthy and they're hot. That's that's what you need to be in the playoffs to make a run, and they happen to capture it this season after a, a mm-hmm. you know a Super Bowl year last year. You don't want to see the Kansas City Chiefs ask all of the three teams that just got lined up and knocked down. Exactly. <laughs> there's 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 what twenty six other teams that wish they were hot yeah. and healthy at this point and still playing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, going into the playoffs. So we definitely should be thankful. And that last comment I want to leave on this was as we get to the break. Uh, people ask me about the predictions every year when the draft comes around, mm-hmm. get on some of the shows here on 610. And I always, because they're asking me for a number, I'll say 14 and 3, 13 and 4, right. like everybody else. But the main thing, the main message I always represent is if we're healthy, do you want to play us in January? And that's the answer is no. And we're proving that again this year. Yep. 
All right, with that, we end the first quarter of Players Only. When we come back, we got Hot Fire Takes, and we're going to take on some text messages and the phone calls. Keep building up. We'll get to you. Players Only with Damon Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Looking to pass the football, throws up the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Damon Hughes, touch the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and ten for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. And we're back. Players only. I am Danon Hughes. And I got my guest in here, Desmond Moses. Yes, sir. Appreciate you coming out, man. And uh, this is such a special, special last couple of broadcasts, man, because we are embarking upon another Super Bowl here in Kansas City. And I've decided initially on this show, I was trying to question whether I was supposed to say Super Bowl. But when you go to four and five years, yeah. I don't care. We're going to say Super Bowl. We're going to say Super Bowl <laughs> the rest of the show. It is what it is. I'm not dancing around it <laughs> at all. So in the second quarter, Desmond, you've been on this show before, and let's remember the text line, the phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Desmond, the second quarter of the show is about hot fire, spitfire takes. Julio is on the boards, and he is the ultimate judge. Uh, So I'm going to give you the platform. (laughs) kind of hot fire you bringing to us today? Man, today I'm going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, man. This guy, just how special he is. You know, I, I think that he's one of the, the rare guys, the rare athletes in this world who genuinely hates losing. We talked about, you know, this expression, us being from Jersey. There's guys that like to win, and then there's guys that hate to lose. Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys who would do anything to win a football game, win a, a card game, a coin flip game. He he doesn't want to lose at anything in life, and I think that's one of the characteristics, i.e. a guy like Tom Brady. When you have a quarterback and you have a, a franchise quarterback, guy you're paying like him that's who you want to be I don't care nothing about the Josh Allens the Joe Burrows those guys they like to win they enjoy mm-hmm. winning they love putting up the numbers Patrick loves to win and that's what separates him man that's my hot take he, man. He, number he one hates in the world. to lose more than he loves to win absolutely yeah it's something about absolutely. his DNA yeah there you go there you go see hey. Julio be he'd be hard on he'd be hard on me Harder on me than the guests. So I gave away a little bit of my hot fire take, Des, uh, on the last segment. What you got? Um, when I was talking about, uh, you know, this this team and the makeup of this team, but specifically my broadcast. Uh, for all you listeners out there, if you didn't know, I've been on the broadcast with uh, Mitch Holtis, Josh Klingler, Dan Israel, and the crew, Chiefs Radio Network, you can listen to us pregame on 106.5, The Wolf, The Game, pregame show also here on 610, and The Game on 106.5. And it's it's interesting to me because when we were playing the Buffalo Bills and probably in some respect when we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, um, we were getting text me- – I was getting text messages and tweets 
about how we were talking too highly about Josh Allen and how we were talking too highly about other teams. And for the life of me, I can't understand the fan that just wants to hear all the glowing yeah. rainbows and, and fairy tales and all that stuff about their team. Yeah. Like, for us, we watch the game of football, the complete game of football. When you watch players on the sideline, think about when uh, Jordan Poyer and uh, Micah Hyde were on the sideline saying, man, this like three years ago, man, this Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Look, yeah. look how fast Tyreek Hill is. And they're playing against them in the game. Yeah. Because we recognize game when we recognize game. And so when we're doing a broadcast and Josh Allen rolls out to his left and beats Charles Amenahu around the corner and gets a score, he rolls out to his left after yeah. pressure in the middle and fires a laser to the pylon away from LeJarrius Sneed and only a place where his receiver can catch it. Yeah. We're going to be fans about that. Right. We, we don't necessarily yeah. – that doesn't mean we're hoping that they win the game. We are no. the Chiefs Radio Network, and we're supposed to be a little bit slanted, but we're also supposed to have integrity. Well, it's respect. It's yeah. respect, too, it's, for the game, for the players, for the hard work of the opponents, and that's what makes Kansas City special is that even these special players, the guys like Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, can't beat Kansas City. Can't beat Kansas City. <laughs> and you being on, on uh, television as well, there's a level of integrity mm-hmm. that you have to have uh, when you take on that role. And, and that, that's something I take to heart because I'm a football fan first. Yes. And I love the Chiefs, obviously, right there as well. And I played six years here in Kansas City. But for all you fans out there, I want you to listen to the broadcast. But I, don't, I want you to change your perspective if mm-hmm. you're listening to the broadcast in regards to feeling like you want to hear 100% everything about the Chiefs and everything needs yeah. to be positive, et cetera. Like to me, uh, the, the, the epitome of a, a great broadcaster is calling trash, trash without saying it's trash. Right. And calling greatness, greatness. And if it's really great, calling it great. And everything doesn't doesn't fit in each of those categories. And you got to have integrity in the game. So to me, this is a this is a shout out to the fans, the play, the people that are active on social media. I know it's a knee jerk reaction when something mm-hmm. happens really bad. They want to be able to tune in and hear us talking really bad or talking good about it and, and lifting uplifting spirits and so on and so forth. Yeah. But in the end, for me. It's about integrity in the broadcast. So if you didn't know, now you know. That's how I'm wired. I'm going to give it to you yeah. straight, unfiltered. If it's good, it's, it's going. <laughs> I'm going to speak it like it's good. If it's not good, I'm going to speak it like it's not good. Uh, I'm very fortunate you were here during some of the lean years. Absolutely. Uh, I'm thankful that I was not in the broadcast booth during those years because <laughs> right. I don't know how Len Dawson and those guys and, and Kendall Gammon on the sideline was able to paint – rosy pictures mm-hmm. when things were dismal on the field. So yeah. I know I'm built for this. I've been in this business broadcasting for over 20 years, yeah. multiple sports, and it's always going to be about the integrity of the game and and the trueness of the game. And to those fans, you got to appreciate it. Yeah, man. Oh, they, oh Julio. Julio he in a, right he's in a given mood today. <laughs> appreciate you, Julio. Julio's enjoying. He's, he's going to be heading out yeah. to the Super Bowl as well. We're going to be out there. I know we got to talk more about that, and we got the phone lines, text lines open, 913-586-7610. Some cool texts already. Uh, and I want to go ahead. Uh, Desmond, final thoughts on this Chiefs run to the Super Bowl. What we've what yeah. we encountered this season and with the Ravens last week and then we're going to take the second half of this show and look forward with the Texters as well as the Super Bowl coming up in that fourth quarter. 
Yeah, I really think this is a special run. Again, we talk about the D word. We don't want to say it too soon, but in order to build a dynasty, you got to be able to put teams together year in and year out. This is a special run for me, in, in my opinion, because Kansas City wasn't the clear-cut front runner. They weren't the most talented team on paper. There was, you know, some things that they had to overcome throughout this year, the drops, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, the media being critical about those drops. But, again, over and over, this team continues to overcome. And, and I mean, what more can you say about a team that's going to the Super Bowl? We didn't think they would, but now they're here and they're the favorite. But uh, to your point, what you made in the first quarter and just now, that this is a different Chiefs team. Yeah. And uh, let's think about this Chiefs and how it's made up. Patrick Mahomes, you had the luxury of having Tyreek Hill, Travis Absolutely. Kelsey, high-powered offense, putting up 30-plus <laughs> points engine. a game, <laughs> and the defense wasn't necessarily up to that, to that par. You uh, move Ty- move away from Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes comes out and says, we're still going to be good. Uh, we're still going to uh, put up numbers. We're just going to look differently. Yeah. And everybody questioned it. And lo and behold, he ran that same script to another Super Bowl. Incredible. This year, he didn't say it, but it, it unfolded where you have 30-plus drops, 33-plus drops during a regular season, and you're sputtering at different times on offense, leaning on defense to take you home in games. And Patrick Mahomes comes out and says, you know what? I'm still going to throw it to yeah. the guys. Because yeah. there were people, obviously, on social media that's like, you know, we want to let's cut MVS. Let's get rid of Kadarius Tony. Let's get yeah. rid of these guys. And that's not how the business works, one. And two, Patrick, I thought, had a great response in that. He's like, you guys see the game. Right. I see the work. I see what these guys do every single day since OTAs, training camp, et cetera. And that's why I have the confidence to be able to throw them the ball and continue to throw them the ball. Um, you see the, you see what, what is glaring on game day, but I see the work and I respect yeah. the work so much that I'm going to keep giving these guys chances. Fast forward, MVS coming through in the clutch. MVS is pretty much putting together a Chiefs career like Frank Clark did, where it's post <laughs> postseason Frank, playoff Frank was different than regular season yeah. Frank. And there's a respect that you can have for MVS and coming through in the clutch, as well as other guys that are yeah. getting chances. So uh, to me, this is a different team. Feel Sometimes we feel like because we got a great quarterback that it's going to look the same every year, and it's not. You know what? And we talk about great quarterbacks, and obviously we rave about Patrick Mahomes, but I think this is something that's interesting to me. I think Patrick Mahomes has just entered his prime. Oh, yeah. You talk about as a player, Scary. as a leader, you know, losing some of those weapons. This guy's going to his fourth, you know, yep. Super Bowl, and he's just now entering his prime, not only as a man, as a leader. We've seen him do it with – with way less. Mm-hmm. But you see, even on the sideline, he's challenging guys, but he's still supporting his guys. Because there was a, a few instances throughout the season where Patrick could have, you know, left yeah, some could, guys yeah. out to dry. Yep. And he said all the right things every single time. Yeah. And those guys ended up being the same guy who caught the pass to lock it in. And, that, and sometimes it's it's about the big picture. Yeah. You're trying, trying to throw somebody under the bus in week five or week six because they're not playing, knowing that you're going to need them yeah. in the divisional round or the wild card round, and they come through in the clutch because you didn't drop them. You didn't you didn't kick them off the boat back yeah. in the day. Well, that's All maturation. Right? Yep, absolutely. With that, halftime of players only. When we come back, we're going to tackle some of these calls and a bunch of texts. Players only with Dana Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're back. Halftime is over. Players only back in the building. I am Danon Hughes, your host, and I have my favorite defensive player, favorite linebacker, much more favorite, <laughs> higher on my list than Sean Barber. Barbershop is texting in, trying to give us pointers on how we should handle our show. And uh, Julio, he, he's trying to throw some jabs at me. Go, surprise, surprise. Barbershop's throwing jabs at me by text. He didn't even include me on the text. He could have at least made it a group text. Group, man. Come on, Barber. <laughs> That's why, Barbershop, you are not invited uh, in this week. We might have you back next week if you're nice. And by, and by the way, Barbershop, did you know Barbershop was a Welch in bets? You know, he, he yeah, he don't he don't like to pay his bets. Nah. He, yeah, he lost. He runs off on him? Yeah, he, he made a bet with uh, one of our close friends, Amanda Carlo, used to work for the hey, Chiefs. You know and, what they uh, say? He lost. <laughs> you, short, you short with my money, you See? short one thumb. That's how them Virginia cats <laughs> are, man, right? See? That's how you do it. So, all right, we got the phone lines, the text lines open, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Dan. Dan, what's good? Hey, hey, Dan. Hey, Desmond. How you doing? Yeah, the Chiefs defense is really super Sunday. How about Sneak getting the revenge on Zay Flowers when he taunted him and <laughs> stepping in the ball at the one-yard line? Offense did just enough in the first half, you know, with Kelsey with a touchdown and uh, Pacheco. And uh, it was a great all-around team performance. So let's go to the Super Bowl take care of the 49ers in two weeks. Take care of yourself, guys. Take care of yourself, Desmond. Appreciate Thank you. you. Love. Dan, man, you the man. Consistent. Just about every week. We appreciate you, Dan. All right, let's go to uh, line two. Puta in line two. Yeah, what's up, gentlemen? Love your show. Can you hear me? Yeah, appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. What you got for us? uh, Well, I'm I'm like this, man. Two things. I saw Patrick when he was in high school. Wow. Okay. And he was always against the odds then, so we're talking underdogs. Mm-hmm. He goes to Texas Tech. He battles Baker Mayfield, who ends up number one pick. He barely loses to him by seven points, but he outproduces him. He had an 125th-ranked defense, just like he's had defensive inadequacies here in his early part. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing. His will to win is Michael S. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm. I, I played for a cat in high school named Earl Everett. Was better than Vince Ferragamo of uh, UCLA. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't start him. But that ain't the point. The point being is sometimes you can have all the book knowledge you want. But the coach always says, see the ball, play the ball. Mm-hmm. And in his, in his behalf, see the field, play the field. That's right, man. We yeah. we appreciate you, Puta. You're exactly right. Sometimes it's not about the X's and O's on the paper. It's about the Jimmys and the Joes. Yeah. It's about the heart of a guy. And You know, that's a great we've point, been around. You yeah. can't really calculate that neither. I think that's an intangible thing. We've seen some guys in the draft, some lower draft picks. I think that's a great point about Patrick. He had a little something that they couldn't calculate. They oh, couldn't absolutely, compute. man. And, and give props to uh, John Dorsey, Brett Veach. Yeah. Uh, the scouting department, my brother Willie Davis that's there yeah. uh, doing an outstanding job uh, with assessing talent. Yeah. And you think about uh, some of the talent that we acquired, whether it's through the draft, the Trent McDuffies, the George Karloffs, the leaders on this team, LeJarius Sneed, the, mm-hmm. the free agents like Drew Tranquil, uh, Charles Amenahu, guys that we brought in that are just a, a huge bonuses yeah. to this team. All right, we got Big Jacks. What's going on, Big Jacks? Danny, what's going on, my brother? What's happening? Oh, man, I'm good. Desmond, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How you? Oh, man, I'm good, bro. All hey, right. I tell you what, after watching that game last week, uh, I so agree uh, with uh, with everything, uh, Desmond, you were talking about for mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes in terms of his leadership. Yeah. You know, they didn't score a single point in the second half last week, but you still feel like Pat had an impact on the game, uh, even in the second half, even though mm-hmm. they were running clock. Uh, we, you know, you can recognize that they were just bleeding clock, not really scoring wasn't the number one objective. So uh, for this team and this defense is something that I just, I, I, it's hard to describe, man. It makes you want to get up and hit somebody. Like, this <laughs> yeah. defense is so ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Uh, and so I feel so confident and so good about uh, where, where we're headed when we get out there, man. So I'm looking forward to it. Man, y'all have a great show from Vegas next week. We'll definitely be listening and definitely have a show after the parade, man, so we can holler at you. So I'll holler at y'all later, man. Appreciate Appreciate you, Big Jacks. Thanks for the support. Great words, man. I will say this. I don't know many people that realize when Big Jacks was talking about the defense and how stellar it is. Obviously, I know you watched that defense. Did you know in the last eight games of this season, including the playoffs, the Chiefs have given up 32 total points in the second half? Wow. Out of eight games, they, they've allowed the opponents an average of four points per ha- per second half of every yeah. game. Wow. And that, that, there's three playoff games mixed in there. So that yeah. just tells you about just one aspect of the dominance of this defense. That's one in football when you got a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. That's right. That's right. Okay, we got the text lines. Uh if an 816 is all 610 going to the game, I don't think everybody is. They will have – Remote shows out there. I'll actually do a remote show, players only, next Thursday uh, evening because it'll be afternoon there. So looking forward to that. From the 816, you guys are perfect on the broadcast, so don't let anybody discourage you. Appreciate that support. We are very confident <laughs> and <care>. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> We're care. confident and comfortable <laughs> in, in our skin and how we approach and the synergy that Mitch and I have and Josh on the sidelines. So uh, believe me, it's been a blessing because we've gotten some – accolades and recognition from the NFL about how our broadcast was run from COVID through the season. So 
Uh, it's it's pretty much a well-oiled machine. We recognize how smooth it is. And Mitch, you know, sometimes you always hear people say, oh, he's one of the best in the business or somebody's one of the best. No, Mitch is the best yeah. in the business. Yeah, he really talks that way, which is incredible. Yeah. Man. It's not, yeah, it's not fake. <laughs> no, There's no notes. <laughs> when you talk about you can dislike and, and all that, he, he's coming off the top of his dome with that. There's yeah. no written notes. I'm sitting next to him, so I'm watching him. There's nothing that all the cliches and the sayings and the duct tape around yeah. the ball, around Travis Kelsey <laughs> on the touchdown, that's all his creativity. So he is absolutely the best in the business. Uh, for the 913, Bosa is already out here whining about the Chiefs holding. You know, it's all gamesmanship. Yeah. He's he's trying to get that one call. That's, That's all, it. It's just like That's basketball it. players. It's like baseball players in the batter's box talking about expanded strike zones. They're trying to get that one pitch. They're trying to get that one foul call, that one flag in football. I got no problems with it. He's um, a crusty old vet. He knows those yeah, old school tricks. He you know, he's exactly. starting early, man. He yeah. knows he's doing. He's hoping, <laughs> and, he, and he, not only is he hoping to get the one call from the officials, but he's also hoping to impact Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith, hoping that they would be a little bit more conscious mm-hmm. of not holding where he can maybe slip mm-hmm. under them and use his leverage to get to the quarterback. So it's all part yeah. of the game, the game within the game. All right. Uh, for an 816, how badly did it bother you watching it live? When Justice Hill clearly tripped Chris Jones in the end zone to keep him from a safety. It bothered me, but I felt like we were in such command of that game. I guess I didn't really blow it up like I should. I definitely didn't blow it up on the broadcast, but it was clearly a trip in the end zone. And that's one of those things where we can complain about missed calls here and there. But there's so many other calls that are called. Um, and I and I guarantee you this, and I might come back after next week or two weeks from now and complain about something about the refs. Julio knows I've had hot takes about the refs in the past. (laughs) Um, But we don't want to be in a world where the refs call everything. Trust me when I tell you, I don't care who you're following. (laughs) It'll be a long game, and you don't want to see players and coaches. They're already doing it. Uh, a lot anyway, every single play looking around to see if there's a yellow flag on the yeah. on the ground. You just don't want that. So they're going to have to, like, I feel like there's ways, and I think I said this during one of the hot takes several weeks ago, I feel like there's ways that you can regulate the game from a penalty standpoint mm-hmm. if it's impacting the play. That's what I'd like to see the referees dial back. So, it, like, last year, Juju Smith-Schuster in the end zone against the Eagles, big-time play, Proper play call. And the reason why I say it was a proper hold, pass interference hold, whatever it was, is because he was the intended receiver. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't the intended receiver, I don't want that call made. If Patrick is looking totally to his right and Juju's being held on his left, if Patrick never looks back to his left, I don't want the call made. Too many times that's the part of frustrating that's frustrating to me is when we watch the officials make calls that – have no impact on the play. And I think you're spot on because even as a fan of the game, I don't want to watch the referees come out there in the shirts and hit the button and stand there yeah. and figure out. We want to see the game of football. That's what we pay to see as fans. We want to see the guys make the plays. And unless, like Dana said, the infraction impedes the play or it affects the play, let it go. Let yeah. it go so the guys can keep playing and have a flow within the game. All right, with that, we are going to break. When we come back, we'll tackle a couple more of the text messages, and we'll briefly discuss this matchup against the 49ers. The rematch. Players only with Damon Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
truth. That's even before your time, Des, right there. there. You still know it, though. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, we're in the fourth quarter. We just got a few minutes left of the show. Because there's no upcoming game immediately, we got another full show next Thursday. So make sure you tune in. A lot of the talent will be out in Vegas at Radio Row or the is there's parties being hosted where we may go remote out there as well. So make sure you stay tuned to 610 and all the uh, on-air talent throughout the week talking about the Super Bowl. But that opens the door up for us right now to take these few minutes, maybe just give a little appetizer and your perspective. I'm going to give you the floor because okay. Barbershop said to give you the floor. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the floor Thanks, so that you won't be out there in <laughs> Vegas. Tell tell me, talk, talk to the, the listeners about – what you think about this upcoming game? Yeah, I think it's going to be a phenomenal one. You know, this will be a defensive battle, two really high-powered defenses going up against, you know, two offenses that are, are, are really strong in their own right. You know, obviously the Kansas City has the, the advantage in, in the quarterback position in that matchup, but there are, you know, obviously weapons across that San Francisco mm-hmm. offense. Uh, uh, we can go down the name of potential, you know, or, or a runner-up for the MVP. These guys are the real deal. Ayuk. You know, um, Debo, Purdy's not the number one quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, we've talked about him, but he is one of those guys who's not just a system quarterback. He knows who to get the ball to and how to get it to him. I think there's going to be a straight shootout, but I think Kansas City has the advantage simply because they have the man. Yep. The myth. Patrick Mahomes. The legend. 15. Yep. MP one five, and you got always always <laughs> got a chance when you got fifteen on your side. I got from yeah. the eight one six. Pat has swallowed his pride as a megastar and is comfortable leaning on the defense. Yeah, I love the balls he he didn't throw Sunday. Yeah, and that's a key point from Coach Cates at the eight one six. We appreciate you. That was in his press conference. He talked yeah. about it. He said, "There's points now in the game where I understand it's mm. okay to punt. Yep. It's okay for Butker to come out here and do his job." I don't have to force it in a double-triple coverage. That's right. And that's putting his team in better positions to win. Yeah, Harrison Bucker has been phenomenal this year, and and you have to believe that maybe earlier in his career, yeah. Patrick would have tried to take some shots downfield instead of <laughs> leaning on, okay, let's just kick a field goal and and let the kicker do his job because yeah. you as a quarterback can't do everybody else's job. Uh, you mentioned about the 49ers. I, I had heard uh, uh, a pundit talk about the fact that Brock Purdy was the 10th best player on his team. Wow. And so when you think about all the firepower and the star power on offense and defense, you probably can make an argument that he's less than 10th. But the point is, he does, he's not the best player yeah. on his team, so he's not called on to do the best things. He's called on to work within the system. And Kyle Shanahan, who's been around great offenses from when he was a kid, when his dad was coaching the Denver Broncos, yeah. he knows how to – he recognizes how to utilize talent. And that, that's not a knock towards Brock Purdy. The only knock I have is that he went to Iowa State. <laughs> right, right. So, but Same other, knock I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, he's, he's a very solid quarterback. He's a guy that was in the conversation in regards to the MVP this year. Right. I don't think he should have been anywhere close to the MVP before Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and if, if Debo Samuel was healthy, he should have been above yeah. Brock Purdy there. Um, and there's definitely better quarterbacks in the game. But it, as we've seen – there are times where a quarterback is right for a certain system. Mm-hmm. He he can he hears the message 
clearer than maybe a first-round pick would. You think about the Jake DeLomes in the past for the Carolina Panthers, taking him to a Super Bowl when Jake was – uh, playing in the World League and and on the street right. and was a fourth quarterback when I was in New Orleans wow. as a Saint. He was behind Danny Werfel, and he wind up being elevated up, moving up, moving up, then went to Carolina and bringing him a Super Bowl. There's so many great stories like that. So got to give him credit. George Kittle, one of our Hawkeyes, oh, yeah. is uh, in the mix as, as one of the top tight ends in the league. So to see him battle against Travis Kelsey is going to be fun too. You know what's interesting? You know, we talked a little bit, you know, about MVS and, and his teammates believing in him. I think Brock Purdy is a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Great the outside point. noise. A lot of us can be critical of him, but these guys get to see Brock Purdy work day in and day out. And in, in fact, Brock Purdy, when he just plays with them him, within himself, is the best version. We saw a little bit in the first half of their game last last yeah. week. He tried to do some things that were outer body. That didn't help their team. He got back within himself, composed, played the game, and, and was the player that San Francisco needed. Huge comeback. Now they're headed to the Super Bowl. And that's a credit to him and his maturation, just being yeah. two years in to be able to reel himself back Correct. after a, a, a less than stellar first half. Like a lot of times it takes guys games yeah. to be able to get back to themselves. And in he was able game. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> in the biggest game of his career, was able to reel it back uh, and, and get them into a winning fashion so yeah this is going to be an entertaining game it's going to be a fun game to be a part of i'm looking forward to it looking forward to calling my third super bowl in the booth uh i'm looking to see how things unfold this week this upcoming week as we lead up to that players only show on thursday before the super bowl like what transpires during the week what storylines come out maybe some trash talk maybe some bulletin board material You know it. You, you know, you know, players, you're in Vegas. You know, you know, Travis somebody's going to say something. Travis has been a little spicy the past couple <laughs> of I think he's going to come you out. You think he's going to say something? Yeah, yeah. Push up some dust. Yeah, well, for Julio, Desmond, not for Barbershop, <laughs> but for myself, uh, we appreciate everybody's support this season. Look forward to extending this show for another couple of weeks and another Super Bowl championship. Thank you, guys, the listeners, the texters. Uh, the callers, we appreciate all your support. Look forward to bringing another Super Bowl home and bringing another show to you next week. Peace. If I get that boy, I'm going to stick him in the house of detention. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose the queen of Corona. See me, me and Julio, Julio down by the schoolyard. Players Only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.